Now it's on. 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 Rapids Rant is on the air. On the Bright Productions Network. Rapids Rant is a couple fellas with over 25 years in the entertainment industry. Just hoping for more silverware to celebrate. Don Pablo and Kimberto aren't experts, but they will take you through the ups and downs of the Colorado Rapids with their brand of wisdom and sometimes humor. Rapids Rant is brought to you by Underhill Audio. For expert voiceover and audio production services, head to underhillaudio.com. Now, from somewhere in the mountain time zone, it's Rapids Rant. Welcome to Rapid Rant. We're here again, week six. I'm Don Pablo. As always, I'm joined by Kemberto. Kemberto, how are you today? I'm very happy. Again, not just because we get to do this um, during the week, talk about yeah. our loved, uh, our beloved Rapids, but we um, had a good result. We were, yes. I'm going to say we were right. We guessed right. <laughs> and I'm excited that... Uh, there is a big potential for a change uh, for the season for this team. So how are you doing, Don? Oh, I'm great, and I'm excited. And last week, the sky was falling. Yes. Uh, you know, even though we got off the schneid to get our first goal uh, last week against Minnesota. And this week, I, I swear, like, we were trending upward. We're doing so much better. And if not for the defensive slip-up in the seventh minute, uh, I thought a- a- after that, we did really well. Yeah. I'm I'm going to say that not only I mean it, I think it was a 50-50. I think the defensive fi- slip up was more of a lack of focus, but yeah. it was a really good play by Austin like that run that came in from the back was yeah. timed so perfect that n- not even VAR could you know, uh, disallow that goal. So yeah. I'm just going to obviously give props to the Austin people, uh, the Austin team, which also had a really good um, environment, a really good uh, crowd. So congratulations. Yep. Uh, yeah, like I said, I want to go see that stadium. Uh, yeah, a full am... band, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. They're, they're a way club. They won the award for me from last year, the best uh, away yes, supporters group. And right. uh, they were loud. They were they were they actually sung some fun songs uh in Spanish and in English. So they got yes. the multicultural thing going on over there. <laughs> Salt Lake. They're Texas. Ooh, oh, yeah, Kansas they... City. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I like their vibe by the way. So and and I, I was proud of them. Uh you know, they they behaved themselves and they were welcome at the tailgate. So you know what? It, a, it goes to all you people that can't control yourselves and gotta talk trash like we're all people, all right? If you want to have the best deal, go to the tailgate. And, you know, if you're a weight club, if you want to get the vibe for the for the, for the the uh, stadium and the fans and the rapid supporters, go to the tailgate. That's what I would suggest all uh, foreign, uh, foreign, inter, international, uh, eh, interstates people. I guess there's a couple Canada teams, but whatever. So. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, man, I, I think their vibe is cool. Uh, I like when Austin comes, and I guess they're going to be, oh, we're, they're going to be sh- shooting for us at the end, because at the end, there was some some bad blood. Uh, 
there was a couple yeah, of between Michael Barrios, yeah. Yeah, so I'm excited to see the the comeback game here in uh Dick's Pointing Park. So uh that's that's what I thought. I thought we were we did better in every uh every kind of situation down there, except for you know, that one slip up and, and really it was just a perfect play. And there's sometimes you can't do anything about uh those kind of things. But first I, I mean yeah, go ahead. Yes. Sorry, I was going to say, I mean, overall, I think um, uh, being playing at Austin uh, the way we did was uh, amazing, uh, despite the absences that we were talking about. And not only that, but we got this point that felt like a win, especially away. I mean, what the last thing you need or everything nobody wants playing away is uh, a loss. So... I thought it like it felt good. It felt good, and, and I, I think the Rapids were the better team the whole game. <clears throat> yes, at, at halftime they only had one shot on goal. They had one goal and one shot on goal, and the shot on goal was like thirty-five yards away just to see if Yarborough was sleeping. It was just a test. It wasn't like a serious mm-hmm. shot or build-up or anything. So that one chance is all they got in the first half, and uh, they had a couple more. Uh, Yarbrough had a couple more saves, excuse me, in the second half, but it wasn't it wasn't like batting down the hatches rapid. Like we, you know, we got to get better. The defense is leaking. No, it wasn't like that. It was, it was that first play, and then our defense locked it down. And I want to say Markinich came in, and man, when Markinich came in, we got so many more chances. We pushed. I mean, maybe they were trying to open it up for Austin to win, but. Uh, I love Markinich being on the field uh, for the last couple of weeks. How about you, Kiberto? Of course. I think he's grown since last season, his first season. And, I mean, we saw him play against uh, Minnesota, and he had that – I thought he played really good, even though we lost, obviously. But um, overall, I mean, he did really good. Barrios, again, made a difference. He played. He played more than he did uh, last last week against Minnesota. Yep. Uh, and like you mentioned, we outshot Austin seventeen to seven. Um, yeah. And I mean, Kevin Cabral scored a goal. I think overall, it's uh, a lot of pluses rather than negatives. And also, we had twelve corners. That's the most corners we've had in a match by far <laughs> uh, this season. Yep. So that's a, that's another thing. Um, Brian Acosta was taking those, and I liked it. We got we had some pretty good chances from that. They only had three shots on goal. Austin did, so they had two in the second half, one in the first half. So I, I think the Rapids kind of handled it. Seventeen shots, man. Eight shots on goal. Uh, I think we should have won this game. I'm a little worried to say that, but no, I yeah. mean, like I said, overall, what I mean, what I take away. As um as Caberto, uh, we take <laughs> I take the fact that if we can convince the whole team that we can play like this uh, for the rest of the season, we can definitely be talking about um you know like um the sky not falling, but actually us being the the pillars that hold the sky if we want to. So I think that's something that we all have to keep looking for. Like we've been saying, it's the beginning of the season. Uh, we're getting close to that point where we do ha- expect to see wins now, but um, I think that we are definitely not only getting closer, but the way we're doing it is 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 looking better too. And don't forget Stuver, uh, goalie for Austin. That 
he had seven saves by the end of the match, but there were 17 shots. And man, that guy was, he was really good. He was really good um, this weekend. If it wasn't for him, uh, I don't think, I think the Rapids would have won. So yeah, definitely with what you will. <laughs> no, so, definitely. Yeah. There was some headers. I Those were amazing saves uh, towards the end of the game uh, on corners, I think. And I don't know. I just thought overall we look we look good. If it wasn't for Stuber, then we sh- we would have been able to win by more than, or obviously we would have been able to score more than one goal for sure. Yeah. So I like yeah. Markovic finished the game. Uh, Max started. I think he played the whole game, or maybe maybe not. Maybe he came in. Uh, I'm thinking of last week. Uh, right. So Max came on. I thought he did a good job. Um, he actually. I've said it. I said it on Saturday. I can't remember him doing better in a match, uh, getting balls and controlling the ball through the midfield a little bit, trying to distribute. Uh, it wasn't just all back passes, and that's kind of which I understand. There's a place for back passes, but uh, it wasn't all back passes for Max, and I appreciate it. Marco Byers comes on. He's like a he's like a spark plug for the offense. He just goes and goes. Uh, I wish he could do it for 90 minutes. It's hard. It's hard to do that kind of level of uh energy for all 90 minutes but when he gets in there super sub or starts the game off uh you know you you know the rapids are going to have energy you know they're going to be putting defenses on their back foot a little bit because barrios will immediately test immediately test the opposite side uh, i i yeah. appreciate also the the fact that uh cole bassett st- stepped up a little bit as like kind of in that leadership role out uh, yeah. aside from William Yarbrough, uh, where he was uh, arguing with the ref uh, when he needed to, he was, um, you know, he was doing what he was supposed to do or with mm-hmm. what, what a leader is supposed to do, and like we've been saying, and I think it was expected of him to take up that um, that flag as mm-hmm. you know one of the leaders on the team. So I think we can definitely see more uh, coming from him uh, with in these next few games. As yeah. far as leadership, and that's uh, uh, we hope it that's contagious because we do have um, a few leaders on the team, including Maxo Wilson, Yarbrough. Yep. Um, so I think we're definitely looking upwards. It'll be interesting to see uh, if Cole Bassett gets the captain's armband if Yarbrough happened to not play one time one match. Uh, I think yeah. you know that's and then that's a hometown kid getting to be a captain. For the Rapids, and that this is just speculation, so right, uh, but that would be cool if a hometown kid got to be captain for the Rapids. Uh, I think Connor right. Casey, I don't think maybe uh, I'm not sure if he wore the captain's armband for a little bit or not, but yeah, he did. Okay, so yeah, so it'd be another one. And Connor Casey's from Denver, Denver South, yeah, uh, he went to high school the same time as I did, but anyway, so uh, he's a couple years older than me. Um, so yeah, like I said, it would be cool for Cole Bassett, and he—I swear—he's he's the MVP of the season for me, if not Yarborough. Uh, Cole Bassett is—is—you can tell he learned a lot by going to Europe for for the year, and he came back and, you know, he just he he loves the Rapids obviously, and he wants them to get wins, and I think we're on the right track. So, man, if it wasn't if it wasn't for Stuver though, it would—I swear the Rapids would have scored three goals, and it would have been like a get. 
get right game. You know what I'm saying? Get right game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, so. right. And but that's coming for sure. And I'm not sure if we're gonna get that against LAFC. It could be because obviously we were talking about this um uh a record with them pre-recording. Yeah. Um and uh, Colorado does pretty good at home, but so does LAFC. And LAFC yeah. is the defending champions. Uh, we hope. I mean, I hope this is like uh one of those um games where uh, the Rapids are already firing on all cylinders by the start of the game, and we actually get the win, and we kind of continue that or uh, to rebuild our for- fortress status here in Colorado and. Our season changes, and I, I do think that this game could be the one of the ones that makes it or breaks it. You know, I, I agree, Kiberto. And you no, know, you're talking about the home and away splits. Uh, overall, uh, it's LAFC five wins, Colorado three wins, zero draws. Uh, but last year, like I said, Colorado at home two nil, LAFC uh, at home three nil for LAFC, <laughs> and then the the game before that is when we won the Western Conference regular season title uh five to two man that was a fun that was a fun match to watch I'll never forget that question day. question shoot, shoot. um do you where do you compare do you remember that win five to one versus Seattle a, yeah, a few years yeah. back which win do you consider more uh like the best game in Dick sporting goods park for the rapids I mean because uh, obviously right. it has to be between I know that this one has more significance as far as the the five two win over LFC because we won the Western Championship, but yeah. beating Seattle back then <laughs> when they were like the the sweetheart of the league, which they still yeah. are. Yeah. Um, I don't know which one do you consider with they had Clint Dempsey on the field. He he was subbed off, yeah. and everybody was mad. I don't know. Um, I, I always go back to that game. It's just that it was. LAFC was a hat and t-shirt game, Caberto. Like we didn't, right. and we didn't know if we were going to finish in first place because other things had to go our way. And it was a toss up that day and the Rapids just handled business. Uh, who, who cares about what happened on Thanksgiving? We don't talk about that, but <laughs> <laughs> it was five, five goals against LAFC. And then now they were champs last year and we beat them last year at home too. So yeah, I, I just, uh, uh, Seattle, obviously we had a, we have a, Worst record against Seattle than probably any other team. Right. Uh, so I would say maybe I, it's just LAFC, me man, being and LAFC is like the they're the cool kids. They're the Los Angeles Lakers of 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 MLS soccer now. And and somehow the Galaxy are the Los Angeles Clippers. Yeah. Uh, if you know what I'm talking about. The, yes, I do. They're the I don't wanna I don't wanna say the thing I was gonna say. So they're just like the the little brother. They're the little brother now, even though yeah. they have won five titles. I mean, they uh, don't have and, Will Ferrell as their uh, part yeah. owner, you know, and Mia Hamm and all these other Magic Johnson. Anyway, that's true. Right. Was, by yeah. the way, the interview with Will Ferrell, I don't know if you can look it up. The MLS, they, he came on and this was when it, it wasn't national coverage. And I want to talk about the coverage last week because it, it was better. Uh, but Will Ferrell went on the local TV thing and he did it like 15 minutes. And I'm like, dang, man, he's staying a long time for one of these promo shots. And uh, it was awesome. He was, and then he even did like play by play. Although it's hard because you never can guess when a goal is going to be. So it's hard to just put the play by play on somebody like when they've been taught. Like if you do it at the beginning of the game, 
I think it's okay. Or at the end of the game, like give him the last five minutes. But anyway, so <laughs> so what I was saying, Kiberto, is and I'm glad we were talking about uh, the coverage <laughs> for TV. Um, we had Adrian Healy and – oh, who was it? Oh, Kobe Jones. Kobe Jones. So yeah, they might be a little L.A. biased because Kobe Jones, but I, I thought they did really well um, talking about – both teams strategizing and lightly construction, light constructive criticism hmm. uh, for the Rapids and Austin, the tree FC. So uh, what, what did you think? It was way better than the chick, the lady, the woman that that did the game the uh, week before, two weeks before in San Jose. And she was clearly, she was clearly a San Jose fan. Like she was in the pocket of San Jose. Anyway, I, maybe Marcelo will be that for uh, us Rapids on the Spanish. I hope time, so. I, I'm pretty sure he will. <laughs> and and I don't want to kill this bit, but I I mentioned before that I prefer the Spanish broadcast, yeah. and that's what I watch now. I don't watch the English broadcast. Not not because I'm being you know nationalist or any of that kind of stuff. It's just I do feel and I do hear that the coverage is more impartial. Yeah. Um, because these these guys they know the league, yet they're not they're not um affiliated. They're not like you said in anybody's pocket. So they are they, you know they talk about uh they're very clear on the negativity the negatives of each team. But then all of a sudden they they you know they do say uh they kind of support each team. Um, so I don't oh. know. It's it's very very balanced, and I I really appreciate that because, I mean, I, I, we like we've been saying, and I I don't want to sound like a crybaby, but you know, <laughs> we follow the Rapids, and we know that the Rapids are kind of like the the redheaded stepchild of the league. That was the reference I was gonna. I'm say. sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> but like I think it fits more for us. And uh, the thing the thing is that you know I'm just you know tired of hearing more about everybody else um that's why i appreciated um richard fleming and marcelo balboa uh on the call and because they were like not only they knew what they were saying but they had good chemistry so anyway my my so like i said not to kill your bit but i watched it in spanish and i think i will continue to do so uh from now on and because i don't know i just feel more connected as far as um the way they talk about the game as well um yeah. uh, and maybe again and at that point or in that sense or in that yeah at that point i feel more uh like i grew up that way thinking that way or defining the game the way that they say yeah. it so um uh yeah so that's that's what my my perspective on the but coverage and plus, it's really good plus your first language your native language was spanish so it's probably yes. easier for you to comprehend and conjugate all the verbs there or the words because I, look my name is don pablo apodaca and i i cannot speak fluent spanish all right i'm sorry i'm sorry and also <laughs> when i try to speak spanish i sound like peggy hill from king of the hill like like hablamos <laughs> Don't install a biblioteca. <laughs> <laughs> the library. Let's go to the library. Yeah, see, I know autobus. I know what autobus is. Like, I, there I can you ride go. the bus. Uh, but I sound like like just an English, like an old English man. Like, I don't know. Like, I, or, I, I do think, though, however, that um, 
the the way the Apple TV is um because they're not trying to copy anyone else's broadcast, right? They're trying to yeah. go all original. I think they're still establishing the the canon of what people are supposed to expect. So I don't know. I think we're still in the hit hit or miss um, early broadcasts of the season. I think by mid mid season, we're going to be able to see something a little more defined. Yeah, so. you're right. Because uh, you're right. It just started the show, so they're not in the they're in the like very uh, new new marriage newlywed stage right they're in the they're in the loving stage they haven't figured out what their shows are yet they don't know all their bits or they don't know what works or doesn't work so uh i like goal zone i just think they they gotta tweak it more you know uh because nfl only has two start times and the mls is like staggered all over which is cool but you know at nighttime uh, i do like the 8 30 starts because i can go home by the time i get home i could watch the second half and uh, if I have to go back and watch the first half of the late late games, so that's cool. And if the Rapids are on the road, I can just switch over real quick and get the second half usually real easily. So I, I like uh, I the like MLS that. 360 um, programming. Also, I um, I think that's oh yeah. Like for for example, Don, you know me as a guy that is very simple. I like soccer. I like the Rapids. I don't like any other team except the Mexican national team. You used to like but, Chivas de Guadalajara, but no, that's a no, different story for a different no, time. No, but here's the thing. <laughs> like, so once I once I watch the Rapids, I will not think about any other game. I will like if I go on Twitter, I don't really care about any other scores, obviously, until it starts affecting us. Um, but uh, that's why that MLS three sixty programming is pretty good because you get to see you know bits and pieces of every other game but you're not completely invested you know so yep. for me like i said you know i don't i don't i don't want, i don't share my loyalty so i mean i th- i think that part is really good as far as um uh apple tv yeah all right speaking of not sharing your loyalty <laughs> Uh, we talked about it. We talked about St. Louis, the expansion boys coming over to Salt Lake. And yeah. lo and behold, they, they did me a solid. They made me feel good after the rapid draw. Face, Salt Lake. <laughs> and it was four to zero. They went into Salt Lake four to zero. So whew, I, I, I'm feeling a little better about this Rocky Mountain Cup situation. I know that Pablo will go all out that day, but man. <laughs> That uh, that just made me feel good. It made me feel good as a as a rapid fan because you know what, uh, we're taking the mountain time mountain time zone back, right? We're taking the mountain right. time zone back. I, um, we were talking also before we started recording about that highlight. I saw that highlight of that defender passing the ball back to the middle, <sighs> and he gave the ball away. I mean, that's 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 something we've been always talking about, and it's not just uh, I haven't seen it with the rapids so far anymore, but. Um, you know, like it is a a league wide uh real life situation that <laughs> <laughs> that you know if uh, and I think it's part of that innocence, you know, like we've been mentioning, uh, and that's part of the league, which is okay because everybody wants a good sportsmanship. Everybody wants to not be uh aggressive uh or hurt anybody. I understand, but there's a point where. The innocence, uh, you know, this passing to the back to the down the middle, um, you know, it's it's a result of um being naive in that sense. I don't know if that makes 
Every, um, every time I see like somebody mess up and they they pass they they try to clear it through the middle, I hear your voice in my head like, "What are you doing? Like, yeah. what happens? <laughs> Why are you doing that?" And you know, unless they clear way, unless they clear way out in the middle and they're going up top for, to hit their uh, forward up there. But yeah, like, like I mean, I, I get it when they're like it's a goal kick, right? Yeah, or and then yeah. they they play short, and I get that part. But as far as like you know, when you have a guy or two pushing up on you, you never pass to the middle, especially if you're between the the center backs. I mean, if that's your only option, then pass all the way back to the goalkeeper so he can clear it. But I mean, that's just something that I still I don't know. I don't know. I think they need to erase that, or they need to put put it on that list of don'ts uh, whenever. Uh, these uh, USSF uh, coaches learn the sport a little more. I don't know. We're trying. To, we're trying to learn the sport a little better, right, Kiberto? Like, what is yes, our plan? Is uh, we want to be referees, right? We want to do some refereeing stuff. Is that is that correct? Yeah, something like that. We want to <laughs> learn, expand our knowledge in the sport we love and uh, in the beautiful game. So. You know, we are, uh, we will, this is going to be, I think, a journey that you can follow us on. Obviously, this season, uh, we're going to complete it for sure. Um, We're working to adjust in our schedules and our lives so we can make this happen. (laughs) All right, Kibeto, I found the story that I was looking for. Uh, Anthony Hudson, I know we give him, uh, you know, uh, we give him a little mess. We give him a little, little trash talk because what happened with the Rapids, but. He might be a better recruiter than a coach because apparently, and I don't know if it's done yet, uh, Fullerin Balogun might commit. Oh, I guess he said he's going to be in England. Ah, man. Oh, no. They said they're they're hoping, but the U.S. was trying to get out there, and we'll see if we can get that guy. Uh, would you give Anthony Hudson how much credit? A lot of credit to get a striker like him or what? Um... I don't know. I mean, is he part? Is he in charge of that of that part of the management? Uh, I don't know if he's recruiting, but I feel like if he gets Balogun, then you know that would be uh, that would be something. Yeah, no, of course. I mean, I think that um, if you get someone, especially if uh, that was formed in England, uh, yeah. it's gonna be something definitely different to the squad. And it could be uh, also an eye opener for some of these uh, like MLS uh, players that get called up because then they're going to say, hey, I want to learn that style of play or I want to be able to have that kind of mentality that this guy has. So it's always a, a positive. He is. He is contracted with Arsenal, although he's playing in. France with uh, I'm gonna not say it right, Reims, Reims, oh, Reims or something like that, yeah, yeah. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> but he was born in New York, uh, he played England at international youth levels, he played for oh. the U.S. under 18 at a tournament in 2018. Uh, he was not called into the national team cap and he pulled out of the England under 21 camp, so huh, hmm. He's also eligible to represent Nigeria. Hinted at feeling snubbed by England. Uh, in life, wow. go where you're appreciated. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I, I'm, uh, I'm ready to, if we get him, I'm ready to call Anthony Hudson's uh, interim coaching situation in the U.S. men's national team a success. 
<laughs> uh, based on what you just said, it sounds like he's going to choose the U.S. Yeah, so but I'm I'm just used to watching Josie out the door get the ball and then not do anything. Just get the ball in and then not do anything. Like you can't distribute. And hey, you guys I'm, won seven to one, right. right? But I'm also sick of Pulisic, Pulisic not doing anything. Like he for for country club different country. Eh. All right, I don't know how we devolved into talking about international soccer. By the Let's way, we talked. Some... You mentioned just the uh, <laughs> last last bit of uh, an international soccer, uh, U.S. versus Mexico for the Concacaf 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 Nations League semifinal on June fifteenth. So that's definitely going to be a better situation than the one that were the friendly, <laughs> quote unquote, on April nineteenth, I believe. Yeah. So wow, they're uh, playing so... each other quickly. Oh, June. Yeah. So that's going to be in. The Las Vegas Raiders Stadium Allegiant Field, uh, I think it's called. So a Mexico home game then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. Hey man, <laughs> that, uh, that USA Mexico was the the Nation League Cup final. The first one was the greatest. That was good soccer match I've witnessed at Mile High Stadium. Even even better than the July Fourth, two thousand one, when there was seventy thousand fans. It was like the brand new stadium, and the Rapids <laughs> got to play in it, and they beat. Uh, I don't remember who they beat. But it was July fourth, uh, two thousand one, when they wore the Italian uh, knockoffs. I wish they could bring those. They should bring those back. Let's bring those back. Uh, those are anyway, nice, like a green or a blue. Uh, and I know they had just had a blue. But anyway, all right. Well, it was green. We just had a green. Anyway, yeah, sorry, it's okay. Uh, let's go um, over some more matches of consequence for the Rapids this weekend. Uh, Portland, LA, nil nil. It was. Houston and New York City. Houston is doing okay. 1-0 over uh, New York City, the old the huh. old champs from last year. Seattle 4, Kansas City 1. Seattle got back in the game. They, they had a couple bad games there. Uh, you know, they, they took it out on Kansas City, which uh, it makes that draw early in the season. Right. Weird, weird for the Rapids. Like we just didn't have our we just didn't have our stuff that day. Like we were still trying to figure it out. Uh, Minnesota and Vancouver drew at one. And let's see, Cincinnati, Cincinnati's in the West, right? So we got to talk about them. Cincinnati the over East, Nashville, yeah. one nil. And, I do want to point out from the East, though, sorry for interrupting you, that um, Atlanta got destroyed 6-1 to one by Columbus. <laughs> I, I wanted to, because everybody was also on that Atlanta train. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Well, <laughs> like I said, it's a long season, although St. Louis is – like they're the story of February, March because they're they're running away with it right now. Uh, like we said, St. Louis over Salt Lake in Salt Lake, four nil. So that you know, I'm I'm scared of St. Louis. They're coming in uh, April, I think, in uh, in a couple weeks here. Like they're I think they're our next home game after uh, this LAFC match. Uh, uh, LAFC yes. is coming in to Dick Sporting Goods off a win, two to one over Dallas. And San Jose's nil-nil with Toronto uh, in the late night game last week. So, you know, uh, not not really any surprises except for that. I mean, Toronto used to have a good, uh, excuse me, Salt Lake used to have like the fortress fortress. So I hope, I hope the Rapids can go in there and, and make some noise, make some heat. Our, our first Rocky Mountain Cup match is coming up, uh, if I remember correctly. And yes. So, yeah. So, but next week, look, this week we're still talking about LAFC, who is, uh, they're, they're doing okay. 
<laughs> they are. I mean, they third haven't place. lost yet. Yeah, they haven't lost. No. They're in third place. They've given up three goals, only three goals, but they're away. They're home, three and zero away. Oh, I guess that's a draw. So they've only had a man. They've only dropped two points all year. So that well, there's that. <laughs> they've well, only played four is... matches though, so. Maybe yeah, coming off that, but I think that's because of Champions League. Man, right. St. Louis, fifteen goals against four. Uh, excuse me, goals for, and that is definitely the wow. most in the league. Although the most in the Eastern Conference, DC United with ten goal. Uh, I'm sorry, seven goals. Uh, the most in the Eastern Conference is Atlanta. Twelve scored, nine against. So eh. six of those were last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Atlanta, you're not gonna do that. Put New England, top of the Eastern Conference again, They're kind of back to their 2021 form. That's interesting. Cincinnati, second place. Cincinnati's staying in there. Uh, Orlando, old net, old Rapids coaches. Orlando and Nashville, fourth and sixth. Columbus, New York City, Philly, and Miami round out playoff teams there. Uh, like we said, St. Louis, 15 points has not dropped a point yet. Seattle, <laughs> LAFC, tied at 10. Minnesota with eight in fourth place and three teams with seven points. Dallas, Austin, San Jose, man, all uh, all the Texas teams are in playoff position and only one California team. If I'm looking at this right, nope. LAFC and Houston are there and in the playoff pictures is Portland, but they only have four points. So Rapids with two. And if, if things go right this week, we could be uh, as high as ninth. So, I hope hmm. that happens, but Rapids, uh, we are last in the West because of goal differential. Kansas City is negative five. Rapids have negative six. We do play Kansas City next Saturday, but we'll talk about that next week. Oh, and we on can... the road. we we'll go to yeah. the, what do they call it? The blue hell? <laughs> <laughs> we got to be I, careful. I like that cause... you can go from there to like Applebee's. Like it's in the same parking lot and that's cool. And then. And then there's a gigantic NASCAR stadium, like, I don't know, not like maybe 200 yards away, 300 yards away. There's a gigantic NASCAR stadium, which I, I swear will blow out the ears over, over people in the blue hell. And I don't know if they probably don't schedule uh, matches for Kansas City for the Wizards uh, across from uh, the NASCAR Cup, but for that exact reason. like That's the loudest. Right. And, I, and being radio guys who use our ears a lot. Uh, when I was down in the pits for last year, uh, NASCAR race, like I, I was like, blow my ears out. And uh, I was mm-hmm. listening to a podcast, Bert Kreischer and Tom Segura, and they got to go to the NASCAR match and they got to be in the pit for the start of the race. And I'm like, I had the same experience. It was, it was the craziest thing. Like, man, you just turning, just turning on the, those cars is like, blow your ears out and then you know it's hard to describe 40 cars eh, 35 <laughs> cars going at 200 miles an hour but uh anyway let's get back to soccer yeah Roberto, so... I, i'm feeling good about this rapids this rapids week now and, and i'm i swear we're trending upward all right we had one I... slip up go ahead I say I want to remind everybody that um, I guess right. <laughs> I don't want to be <laughs> very selfish, but I guess right. My positive was guess last week was one to one. Proud of you, buddy. 
Uh, thank you. This week, I want to say that we win two to one. This is gonna be our first win, two to one. I don't want to say who scores because that's a uh, that's too far for me to reach, and I got short arms. But <laughs> two to one. What about you, Don? Um, LAFC coming to town with the way we play on the home and road. I think that's gonna be uh, <clears throat> prophetic and. We get two two nil, Caberto. Even though I don't know if Rubio and Yepi are going to be back yet, but I think uh, with what we have left, they did a really good job against Austin, and 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 they're in sixth place. They're in playoff position, so I think LAFC. I think we can beat them, Caberto. Their first loss on the season. They've only had one away game, and they drew that. So. Man, Kirito, I I know the Raptors are doing better. If Barrios gets out there, if we can get Markinic to play at the level he's been playing, and and Kevin Cabral, like we and if we looked at Kevin Cabral's, um, like the way his season has gone, first game that he got in, he came in as a sub, immediately got a yellow, <laughs> and he, he played okay. Second game, he started, uh, he immediately got a yellow, and he played okay. Uh, third game. He came in as a sub, and I thought he did okay. He had like a half chance, and and then of course last week he came in um, as a sub, and then he scored the goal, and it was it was party time. So I think he's getting to know the Raptors' offense a little better and what Robin Fraser wants. And uh, I noticed that Fraser, um, he's not yelling at too much like formations. He's you know he he's coaching, but I feel like his coaching is better because people understand where to be, and he doesn't have to you know, yell from the sidelines, like get in position or, you know, I mean, and every coach does it because if, you know, technically in the second half, what he wants and what what will work against the other team. But uh, I noticed that he's been doing less of that this year. Um, I think that was uh, the problem with the guy from Brazil, Argentina, the guy that went back. Uh, Uh, Lucas Estevez. Yeah, I think he's just telling him every, every time, man, like that dude... He just didn't get it. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I can't even say I liked his play, but uh, he got a little angry sometimes. But uh, I, I we'll did. I, obviously, he he was still young, and he had a lot yeah. more to balance or round out his uh, him being his, him or his play style. But I mean, obviously, he wasn't in the plan. So I'm okay. I'm glad that we have Markinick now. Uh, yeah. He is, uh, like we said, we, he's been looking up. Yeah, and him and <clears throat> Betashore is hurt, so I think he got that spot, and now he's, now he's, uh, you know, sub or hopefully he can get another start. Man, I, I loved, I loved his play. Like we said two weeks ago, and and this past week he came on as a sub, and he uh, didn't skip a beat. So, uh, yeah, I think the Rapids are looking up. Let's be positive. Yes, we haven't yes. won a game yet, but we're on a two two game goal scoring <laughs> streak. All right. A couple of weeks ago, the sky was falling. We didn't know. We had to do we had to do forty five minutes of uh, look on the bright side, and now we're doing much better. Uh, really quickly, yes. I know you got to go. Um, game of the week, games of the week that we're gonna watch the the national TV game is five thirty p.m. Saturday, L.A. Uh, Seattle at L.A. So that's a L.A. Galaxy, I should say. Uh, Orlando Nashville battle of the mm-hmm. former Raptors coaches is happening same time five thirty. Oh. Uh, Kansas City goes to Philadelphia, so hopefully they lose again. And does Salt Lake <laughs> yes. have a game? Yes, Why they do. Lake? They oh, play. Yeah, 
I think they're going to Columbus. Oh, Columbus. They're going to Columbus, so that's an earlier game, yeah. 5.30. So we'll be in a better mood by the time I hope see it. the I Rapids hope... and LAFC start because, you know, yeah. Salt Lake's going to lose again. Yeah. And uh, San Jose-Houston, I guess, I'll be watching later, and Vancouver-Montreal, the Battle of Canada. The Cana- It's not the Canadian Cup, but we can call it the Canadian Cup. So there's those games. But also the Rapids play at Dick Sporting Goods Park, 7.30 p.m., Saturday, April 1st. Uh, Kiberto, uh, I don't know if Kiberto's going to be there, but I will be there, and it will be some live coverage on Twitter. Uh, and by the way, if you want to download the podcast, it's on every service, but if you want to support the show, go to anchor.com, find the Rapids Rant, and uh, if you want to subscribe, you can do that there. And yeah, so there's that. Um, so for Kiberto, I'm Don Pablo. Let's go Rapids. Beat LAFC. Hey!